I can I can hear Shadley's lighties running around. Is it is it them? Yep. Yeah, do I? <laughs> I just heard it now. Something about a birthday party. <laughs> they they are they are not anywhere near to sleeping. <laughs> uh, cool, cool. We had salam alaikum to episode sixty one. But 61 of 1 million IGs watchlist. I'm your host, Zaid Kirill, alongside a triumphant trio of nerds. Starting with the Kerbin native, South Kerbin Kluter, the nerd from nowhere, Shadley Desai, and the second Shamla Ding Dong, Shamiz Patel, Papa Thanasi, yo! Shamiz actually not here. Shamiz is taking a nap. A well-deserved nap because she is civil engineering, she is writing five books, uh, she is being a mommy, she's driving to the house. Yeah, she's doing everything. Can, can, can you not make us look so bad, so it can Allah? Bro, like we can't hide from this. It's just it is what it is. Right? It is what it is. The achievers of note compared to her. <laughs> she yeah, she's like very overachieving, and it's it's uh it's not right, man. I mean, you can't it's, be like that. It's it's terrifying. It's actually like terrifying. She's she's actually she's actually just being mean. <laughs> making us look like this she, she she needs to put our needs first and <laughs> just stop this nonsense we have needs too <laughs> and, and we need her to be yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the that's uh uh guys i don't know but that's like we might be rubbing up against misogyny yeah <laughs> don't i'm not saying it is or it isn't i'm just saying uh yeah the lady, the lady works hard. Um, no, she's she's just really busy with stuff and wasn't able to join us this evening. But that's cool. Like we'll we'll somehow bumble our way through this episode, this bonus episode, which is all my fault. Partially tell uh, Iscom, but mostly me. Um, I was just overtaken with work things and whatever, and we never ran a poll, and I haven't edited episode sixty yet. So you'll actually probably get this as a double feature. Uh, this episode 61 and 60 will probably launch on the same day. But as a nice present to you, if you are listening, if you would like a Madam Web hamper, just email us at IGN underscore Africa. Um, <laughs> the guys are like pulling the most sour faces. But in any case, if you would like a Madam Web hamper, all you have to do is email us at IGN underscore Africa at IGN.com with the subject line, I want it. Because I don't think anybody else is going to want it. So that amper might just be the best thing about that movie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I hope it's, like, better than the movie. I haven't seen the movie, but, yo, it looks... So look, we're recording this episode on the 14th of February, 2024. Valentine's Day. And yesterday, was it yesterday? I think yesterday, we uh, IGN published this review of Madam Web. And we gave, I thought it was generous, to be honest, even after reading the text of the of the review, um, we gave it a 5 out of 10. But it seemed generous relative to the text. I thought for sure it was going to be like 3, maybe 4, right? And when you, it seems to be like, um, if you look like online people that have seen it, like on the online discourse or whatever, like Sony, I don't know what Sony, like, <laughs> I don't at, know what at this point, is. at this point, these are just rights retaining movies. That is, that's exactly it. This, like I mean, they're not even trying. The other thing that Dakota Johnson said about the script 
No. Where she she said that the script that they ended up shooting is not the script that she signed on for. So the script that she read, they went after she agreed to shoot the movie and they made like drastic changes to it. <laughs> I don't know if I should be like concerned because like <laughs> what was it before? <laughs> and if it was like decent enough to get signed on for, like why did it regress? I I I uh I'm looking at, uh, like, we published that story uh, uh, earlier today about the script changes, right? So she says, um, Dakota Johnson told the rap that the early version of the Madam Web script was very different to the story that made it to the screen, though she didn't offer any specifics about the adjustments. Uh, all she said was there were drastic changes, and I can't even tell you what they were. And I don't know if she means she doesn't remember or she's not allowed to uh, say. It's yeah. probably contractually, like, yeah, a lot she can not say. Because yeah. you 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 know they will predict it now, especially like since like the Snyder Cut and people demanding the air cut, people are like they want to know what the original was. So it's like they try to to kill any <laughs> hope of of anything good coming out of it. To go to Johnson is not like my favorite actress or anything. She doesn't no. even feature, right? Not She's, at all. He's competent, let's put it that way. I've, like, I've, there may be a great performance in her, but it hasn't happened yet. But I know that most actors, actors, actresses, when they sign on for a film, they are generally looking for good work. Yeah. Generally, right? It's like, and she's not the kind of person, I mean, uh, she's a nipple baby. She's, she will be fine. She's, she's got money, I'm assuming, right? Because there was an interview that she did where she said her daddy cut her off completely. Uh, my daddy famously, Don Johnson, her mother, Melanie Griffith, if you didn't know, there you now you know. Um, apparently, he cut her off when she said she's going to be an actress. But be that as it may, uh, I don't think she's like suffering, right? So I, no. I'm reasonably sure that she's at a point in her career where she doesn't have to do a movie. Mm. Like when she did the Fifty Shades movies, like, she had to do that because she wanted to break in and get the name out there. And I'm sure she made like a decent bit of money as much as we can like slate the movies. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they made money. Like They paid her like they paid her decently, I'm sure. Um, but I'm just saying like it was probably a better movie that she signed up for. But I mean, you can also tell them like when she's doing press and stuff, she doesn't give a fuck about this movie. Yeah. Not at all. Right? <laughs> The press is atrocious. Like, like I go, it's like no one cares. No one cares. No you know one on the project. Do you know what I think they're trying to do? They're trying to morbid. That's what they're trying to do. They saw that shit that happened with Morbius where everyone made fun of the movie. Remember what they did? Where Sony was like, ah, everyone is making fun of a movie. It's become this big meme. Let's put it back in cinemas and everyone will go watch it. And nobody went to watch it. Yeah, that was the funniest thing. Like and people were like, trying... bring it back, bring it back. And we're like, yeah, we're, but we're not we're gonna watch it. Yeah. I, I think they're trying to do it again. <laughs> they're trying to create negative press to you know with any, any publicity, they just yeah, yeah. any publicity. It's, it's that like, is it that bad? So people go to watch it out of curiosity. Yes. Look, I want to go watch the movie, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I actually... I'm not paying money for much. <laughs> I I will say. This movie looks bland. Like it doesn't look like it's so bad that it's like, you thing. can make fun. You can make fun out of it. Like, it looks like just bland, like by the numbers. 
Yeah, and it's actually kind of infuriating because it's like you you just said earlier, Nishad, you were saying how it's like a rights issue. They made it so they can retain the rights or whatever. But I'm like, at that point, you might as well make a good movie. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, but they, you can make it cheap and dirty it. as well. <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm just saying you might as well. Like if you're going to spend, I don't know what the budget for this movie was, right? But if the if the budget was $50 million, right? You you can make a decent movie for like the budget for Blade was not hundreds of millions of dollars and that is a fantastic mm. movie, right? And I would have I would have actually not minded if someone took a superhero comic book property that exists in like a spandex universe but made a more grounded story or something that is different. Um, I mean, it's not my favorite movie, but like Joker, right? That is a, a very, didn't need to be a superhero movie, didn't yeah. need to be tied to the Joker, really. But that's a great movie about a person that's not getting the mental health care that they needed. Yeah. But it's in that universe, and it made a billion bucks, right? Yeah. They could have made a movie about a woman who is struggling with being a clairvoyant and how to deal with that shit. And there could have been a real story in there. But like, Shadi, they don't, they don't care. It's like, but just write the script what, and move on. You know what annoys me the most, though? About, about, and I haven't seen the movie, but this is purely from watching the trailers and from reading up on it. It's how much they are trying to associate the movie with Spider-Man. So, oh, the, yeah. The, yes. oh, yeah. The actual villain in the movie, um, whose name just... Like, Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Um, Ezekiel, Ezekiel something, whatever his name is. No, well, yeah. So, yeah. in the comics... I mean, he's just a normal old dude walks around barefoot and he's got, you know, power of the spider totem. That's it. In the movie, he's basically... He's basically Spider-Man. Spider-Man from (laughs) (laughs) Wish.com. Did you know that... Did you know um, Adam Scott is in this movie? Do you know know what his character is? Yes, he's... He's 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 Ben Parker. Ben Parker. (laughs) He's Uncle Ben. He's Uncle Ben. And then they introduced, introduced actually, his sister-in-law. Mary Parker. Mary Parker and Richard Parker, Spider-Man's father, is missing in action, but they never see why. Like, dude, why why are you guys trying so much here? Like, Holland is not going to suddenly show up in your movie, man. Like, it's so so funny because it's like, you want to create this Spider-Man, like Spider-Man universe. stupid. But instead of, like, kind of just focusing on these stories, like, I look at Venom, like it's out of all of these it's not like the worst it's the best out of all of them yeah that's but, saying a lot look it, it kind of tries to do its own thing yes and, I and, and like and i appreciate that it's yes. like it tries to do its own thing like i can look I, that. I liked the first venom i'm not like wild about it i'm not gonna recommend it but like yeah. i watched that movie i enjoyed it it was fine yes that's um, fun the, it's the like second fun. one I think the second one is atrocious. The second one, uh, yeah, atrocious. I, I, I enjoyed the second one for how much of a mess it was. Nah, Andy Circus, <laughs> nah, bro. You know, if, 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 you know, all the you no know, years ago when Lord of the Rings came out, everyone was like, you know, Andy Circus deserved to have an Oscar nomination for his performance as Gollum. Yes. Uh, if he had won that Oscar, no, I would have taken away. Movie, I would have taken away. I would have written all the letters to the Academy, picked that brass Oscar back. <laughs> No, I'm with you. I, I, yeah, I, get I, it I, I don't know. I don't know, what, I don't know what happened with Lippy Cottage, but like, they, like there was no, something I, that I, we, we I know have, what happened. 
Well, I know exactly what happened with that movie. The first one, right? Like, first of all, when they announced that movie, I didn't kind of remember people going, okay, but now how's this going to work? The whole narrative around the announcement of the first Venom was like, but now how is this going to work? Because it's not part of the MCU, bro. And there was this whole confusion. And I can't remember at what phase that movie came out and whatever. But nobody was expecting that movie to do the box office that it did. Yes. Remember, remember yeah, nobody that saw that. Remember, Sony was on the verge of selling Spider-Man back yeah. to Marvel wholesale. <laughs> and then yeah. Venom, Venom hit. Venom hit the most Venom thing. Like, like no power. Because, no. <laughs> because that was the time when Marvel was like, they put out the movie and there was a chance that they, they, they're going to lose this, this deal that they did with Sony. And there was, everything was going to fall apart. We might not have Spider-Man in the MCU anymore. Blah, blah, blah. And there was talk that you know, Sony's going to sell the whole, Venom, the whole Spider-Man property back. And then Venom, bam, big box office. All of a sudden, the spunk is alive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it had a, a, a budget of $100 million. I'm looking, according to Wikipedia, 100 to $116 million, right? And it made $856 million. That's not a bad that, return. That, that is that bad return. That is an amazing that's, return. That's, that's like $500 million profit. That is a legit, that is a legit hit, right? If you do that. And nobody saw that coming. I think they were probably thinking, ah, if we make, if we make 350. Mm, just break even. Uh, well, it'll be fine. But 100, was a lot. And so they fast-tracked that sequel. Remember that sequel came out pretty quickly also after, um, after that first movie. Because the first movie came out in 2018. It was like a year and a half or like two years after. But, but look at the COVID was an issue because it came out in 2021, right? But if I remember, I think it started filming before that. And then with COVID and, the, you know, that messed around with everything. It came out 2021. So, yeah. but I mean, it's still pretty fast to turn over a movie like that. Yes. Yeah. And you you could see it like when you watch when you watch the movie also you can see it's like it was like we're gonna make this movie but Carnage must be in it that that was it it was just Carnage must just be in it uh, Woody are you busy can you have you got time we we cameoed you we put you in the stinger scene at the end do you think you can and he was like yeah I got a week <laughs> this is like you know they CGI most of so he's just like yeah okay I'll film all my stuff for a week two weeks. I'll take my paycheck and then you just do whatever it is that you I want mean, to do. Just, it just shows I, how sloppy the movie is. The fact that the movie is called Let There Be Carnage. It's it's being sold as Venom versus Carnage. Venom and Carnage, the first time they share a scene, is the final scene in the movie. Of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so bad. And the movie's short, eh? It's a, yeah, I was just yeah, going to say. 90 minutes. It's, it's you and I, short. Kevin, you and I watched that movie together. Yeah. Right, I remember. I think that it was a five o'clock screening. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I was back home before the sunset. It, it's just way too short. I don't know what it's like. The it's like that scene in the church, which is the final fight between Venom and 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 Carnage. It's like I thought that's going to be the big, you know, build up that Venom's going to get his ass kicked and that he's going to have to come back on the ropes, you know, for the third. No, no, end of movie done. It's it's, I just checked now. It was 97 <laughs> minutes long. That movie. Uh, oh, short, because that's 97 minutes worth credits. And look, uh, it, even that movie, okay, it didn't make as much as the first one. It had a similar budget, actually, pretty much the same budget, made $500 million, $506 million, which 
for my way of thinking, is still a good return investment. Right? It's not. It's not bad, right? Like if you think yeah. about it, it's not a bad. Look, it's not great. It's kind of tight because of like marketing as well. Well, if the movie's budget is about hundred million, generally double it up. So you're looking at about two hundred million, million. Total, total. So you're still you're still pushing in about three hundred million. Which profit, is not. It's not which is bad. Pretty good, yeah. But look, also remember, it came out in twenty twenty one. I think it would have done better. Uh, I honestly really think it would have done better if not for COVID. Sadly, I agree with you. I think that movie a, would have done better. I think it's a horrible movie, but Venom itself had a lot of goodwill with the public. A lot of people enjoyed it. I, I didn't, but a lot of I know a lot of people did. So that movie had a lot of goodwill from the public, and I'm pretty sure it would have, you know, done good. Look numbers. at Tom Hardy. Look, Tom Hardy is gonna... also a charming guy. Let's yes. be honest, yeah. right? He he, and and the one thing I will say about like both of those movies is that it's an interesting take on the character. Right, like, yeah. like it, there is a a, a a bit of a more comic comedic edge to it, especially the second one, right? And I, I, you don't normally think of Tom Hardy as a funny uh, guy, right? You, know, you don't. <laughs> no, but I mean, you don't associate him with comedy, yeah. right? As a general rule, he's he's that like what was that movie was in it, it was, it was with him terrible... and Chris Pine. This yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was a terrible video. And Reese with his food. He's so. also great in rock and roll. Like, he is. He's funny I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen rock and roll. He's funny. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not funny, but you don't. You know, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's comedy. Right. He's not funny in these movies. In 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 these movies, and and it and it doesn't feel out of place. He's really good in it, and it's like he's not playing an Eddie Brock that I can remember reading. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I don't like look at it and go, "That's not my Eddie Brock." Do you know what I mean? So, or, or like this is not yeah. the character. So there's redeeming things in it, but it's just I don't know. That's so to one. me, it's like what it does well actually is like Venom and Venom's character that that comedic edge and was like that slight dumbness to to mm. Venom, and I go to me that would have actually worked really well alongside like a Peter Parker. I just felt like. That would have worked that dynamic, yeah. and it's kind of a bit lost on being its own thing. Where I, I don't know, it just feels like they didn't commit fully to doing a solo, solo Venom movie, like they well, were still held back by Spider Man. Well, remember, the symbiote is now in the MCU thanks to that, <laughs> that, that post credit scene. That post credit is scene is it. But Are we going to come back no, to that? It is there, but will it be actually? Oh, yeah. What, what, yeah. What is it valid? <laughs> I, I, I strongly, I would not be surprised if they just never come back to it. Yep, never. Just I, completely I, ignored. You know, like so. So my first introduction to like Spider Man and like Carnage and that wasn't actually the animated show. Like I actually got Spider Man comics when I was young, and I read it, and I remember it being like. It was super graphic, like yeah, maximum carnage. Yeah, it's it's an insane arc, and I go like, that's actually something I would really have loved to have seen with like Spider Man, over like maybe yeah. one or like two or three films. Even it would have been such an but, interesting. That's the thing that pisses me the off, pisses me off the most about the 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 Sony. What was it then? Well, they, 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 <laughs> I don't know. So the, the original was the Spump, the, the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Spump. 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 
the thing that pisses me off the most about them is that they're making these movies more than likely, as we just said, to retain rights. But the problem is they're using characters that I want to bloody see Tom Hardy's, I mean, sorry, Tom Holland's Spider-Man go up against in the MCU. And they're not going to do it because yeah. they will, they will tie different, the Marvel is going to tie, you know, just, just, just put a buffer between itself and these movies. I want to see Craven's Lost Hunt, a proper fucking adaptation of Craven's Lost Hunt in the you MCU. You know, like, like after playing Spider-Man 2, I was like, I really want like a decent Craven like adaptation because he's yes. such a cool villain to Bruh. play around with. See, here's the thing, right? Like the trailer for Craven. Okay, Craven was supposed to come out. I don't know. That movie was the movie was pushed back over now. a year. It got delayed. Mm. So the, the the trailer for that was actually intriguing for me, right? Aidan Taylor Johnson is actually a, a very charming charismatic uh, uh, actor. Like, if you uh, give him he, something to do, he can do cool stuff. And I don't and think he, he was a bad choice. Yeah, look, he sells the physicality of... Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know, when you see when you see those, uh, uh, the trailer, the way he fights and stuff, it's like, it is very animalistic and, and so on. So, but if anybody else was making this besides Sony, I would be more excited. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. a no, good trailer. No there's no fight. <laughs> no because fight, then, yeah. I, then they start doing stupid things like, ah, oh, he was bitten by a lion. And oh, yeah. Like, you're like, you know that the radioactive spider thing doesn't work for all animals. Like, you can, <laughs> but like... No, but but it's, it's so unnecessary because... Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Um, Craven had like uh, elixirs that he would drink. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, like yeah. if he, it wasn't permanent, but it's like okay, I, I need to be really fast now. Let me take this elixir well, quickly. He got powers and stuff, but it was like supernatural stuff, mysticism and stuff. Wow. Mm. But look, I just like for me, Spider-Man is a science hero, so yeah. his villain should be science-based, whatever. So I would have been just like, like you, you didn't have to do this whole lion thing, right? I mean, yeah. First of all, it's fucking cheesy. Yes. I was bitten by a yeah. mongoose. Now I have super speed. It's like, it's like just say, herbalist, he's drinking, he's drinking magic, he's drinking stuff that, like, it's a super steroid and it has and, no ill effects. And, class, you, mean, you don't have whole, to take it any further. The whole thing of Craven's last hunt is that Craven considers himself the best hunter. So he wants to hunt a creature that, you know, is a worthy kind of challenge. Adversary. Adversary. And it's the fact that he is not super powered. He's just, the best fucking hunter. That's his thing. And that's kind of terrifying for like Spider-Man because Spider-Man is known to like kind of almost hunt and take out criminals. And now there's something hunting him. Yeah. So that makes him scary. I'm like, give us, give us that, but now they'll never do it. Because is never gonna sign off on it because they don't wanna. If I look at like the castings, like even for, for Venom and that, I go. These could have been such great Spider-Man stories in the MCU under like proper direction yes. and like with proper key, like, but instead it's wasted, it's just wasted material. And now they're like diving into the most obscure characters because look, we know Madam Web, but she's not like but an A-tier character. They, they took even a, an obscure character and it's not even that character because madam webb in the comics and madam webb on screen have nothing yeah. in common except for being clairvoyant that is yes. it they have zero in common yeah that's that's the other problem they, like... they literally just took a, they took a character name 
and then they made a movie about it. They, they were not... like, yeah, they, they basically said, what's a property of Spider-Man we can use to retain? How do we turn it into a movie? What is what is the coability? Okay, turn it into a movie, and that's it. That's the only consideration I made. Make me quiet. Make me boss. Now, the, <laughs> the thing that's worrying me now is that... Um, the one good thing to come out of uh, Sony and um, and what they're doing with Spider-Man and so on is the Spider-Verse stuff. Like, just beautiful, right? No. Like, we all agree that, like, a, uh, Into the Spider-Verse is, like, one of the best movies all of us have ever seen. And the sequel is, yeah, the sequel is, like, maybe not as good, but still, like, just, it's like a hair's breadth uh, difference. It's, it's, I'd actually prefer it. I, like, I actually yes. like Across the Spider-Verse more. I, I, love, I do. I think I, think I love them both. But they, the the yeah. thing that I like about them is that even though it's both, they are focusing on different things, man. Yes, they do. You know what I mean? Like, the characters so, are evolving, so I, the story's evolving. Yeah, so I, I love that about it. But, like, yeah. if I had to, like, choose, if I had to choose, the, Across the Spider Verse doesn't have. Um, doesn't have a what's up danger moment, man. It doesn't have. Can, can I tell but you? anyway, wait, before before you you make that point, I just want to say, like Sony have said that they are going to make a live action Miles Morales movie. Right at some point, this uh... is this is coming, and it's like, please don't. <laughs> no value, only theater. Right there. <laughs> 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 we'll explain that another day. But <laughs> oh, so I was just gonna I, say, I'm just so really worried about it. You said like when we went to you were at the Across the Spider-Verse screening mm. and you said this is kind of like Empire Strikes Back. It kind yes, of has that. The, yeah, the Empire and Strikes I feel back. exactly the same way. Like it is bold, it tries things, you know, it doesn't try to recreate the magic of the first movie. Yeah. It does its own thing, and that's why it's for me personally, it's a better fall for it. Um, the thing about Into the Spider-Verse, it's just a lot tighter because it's a mm. lot more contained. And that's why it's great. And, it, and look, it follows yeah, like the yeah. basic tenets of a hero's journey, like yeah. to the T. Yeah, but like I said earlier, that's what I like about them. They they are it's the same characters, but it's not this, they're not rinsing and repeating. Yes. It's like we we're going to do something new. We're going to maintain the tone and that kind of thing. But this is a different story, um, and the characters are going to grow. He's like he is, like I mean that's the whole point of this movie. It's like that's why his parents like also talked to him about that. Um, like for me, the pivotal bit is when his when his mother says to him, "Yeah, um, you need to look after that little boy." That that boy that I used to look after. I'm paraphrasing what she says, mm. what Rio says to him. Something along the lines of, you know, there was this little boy and I looked after him and I made him big. And now you standing here. And like, just please, whatever you do, look after that little boy. Because she recognizes that he's not that kid anymore. Right? Mm. And so the, that's like the most explicit this character is evolving. <laughs> like it couldn't be, it couldn't be more uh, uh, um, out there. And they give um Spider-Gwen, which I, I hate saying it because it sounds it's, so awkward. It's a stupid name. It's not her name. And even worse, Ghost Spider. It's even just, worse, you're right. Just say Spider-Woman. Just <clears throat> Anyway, that's all other thing. So they, they give her opportunity to grow. But at the same time, there's all these other characters that get introduced. And it's such a balancing act, right? It's Miles. It's Gwen. 
it's uh, um what's his name hobie um it's uh what is uh 2099 what is his name all these other characters in there and they all get enough screen time to at least you get a sense of who they are nobody is just there yes. like i'm standing in the background this is a cool thing that i can do and then kala. Yeah, they, they they kind of give them. They all have like the arcs that you can see the like the even, so, even is the laid arc, there. Yeah, even if the arc isn't closed or goes anywhere, it's like yeah, is something happening. And so I'm really looking forward to that next movie. But I'm still, I I just into the Spider Verse is just you know it's just it, like, it is because it's a lot more contained and it's a lot like tighter in terms of what it's doing. Whereas across the Spider Verse is a part one of two. Like that you know, is... I think the other thing, the other thing for me is, is you guys know my how much I love multiverse. <laughs> yeah, it's your favorite <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> like, so, like my my default position is always like, is there multi is there multiple uh, realities? Fuck that movie. <laughs> like, but, so... but honestly, like <laughs> the way they've used it is it's smart, it's, yeah. it, it's yeah. clever. It's not just there as like a tool to like backtrack or. And it's the what they've also done with it is the best type of fan service because yes. like, they put all these easter eggs in like crazy all over the place but it's not detracting from the core story in any way yeah it's not also like like i'm gonna just shove it in your face and be like oh oh look at this thing you know it's there but it needs to be there because it exists there yeah. you know what was also really brilliant about that movie um is um what is um the spot Yes, I was about to play. He's a fantastic what? villain. What a villain. What oh, a great he's villain. A fantastic villain. And Whoa, I think hey. my favorite part of it is, is that they are like, oh, that's the guy that got hit with the bagel. Yeah. Like, that's such an unnecessary it's, detail. It's, it's, yeah. it's such a good arc that they it's just Exactly. On. He's got such an amazing arc from start to finish. How he bowls up throughout that movie becomes this proper mega super villain that's not how we start out he's really not it's such like a like it to be oh what's amazing is they take this really silly scenario and they actually pull him into like this terrifying being that can like literally and, collapse the multi yeah. like and it's like oh miles just happens to have like pushed these buttons a little too much and it's like now nah, he has to stop this and, and even but even that even the way miles like all this guy was trying to do right was steal an atm because he yeah. needed some money right his life's going to shit because i'm three with a bagel right and that's i still love that one because like, sometimes with a bagel and he just went and he didn't want to hurt anybody right he wasn't trying to take over the, and then miles is just like well you were a robber that's a crime i'm gonna stop you and this interaction just builds and builds and it's just it just escalates and escalates it's, it's and the, escalates. It's the one bad day scenario, but from the point of view of a villain, the sea yeah. villain yeah. just has this one bad day that just escalates everything. And the brilliant thing is like, yeah, what happens if he gains more and more power? And it's like, yeah, this player is going to be mad. And what's he going to do? He's going to come after everyone who's who made that bad day worse. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, that's and it's brilliant, it's brilliant writing. It's the, really the the problem now is is that that movie's been pushed back to late twenty twenty five. Yeah. So Listen, if if it means the animators can at least get one day of sleep, <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> these people suffer very hard for their art. 
<laughs> off topic, but going really off topic now. Um, Hell Divers, which is like the the big game at the moment. Did you see what the the CEO of the studio put out? Because no, look, no one expected Hell Divers no. to be as big as it is, and they've been, they had server issues. The Steam was saying they're reporting like they were eating like two hundred thousand concurrent players like nonstop, and they're trying to get patches out. And then the CEO of the studio put out a statement and said, "Guys, like." We are know there are connection issues and server issues, and we are working on them. But we, I need to send these people home to go sleep. They need to go sleep. No, no, seriously, he said they need nah, to get props. a good night's sleep, and then they can come back and work on this. Please just understand, these people need to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, their sleep is more important than your next game. <laughs> like to be honest, shame, give them a break. I don't think they expected it to. To be as successful as it was. <laughs> it's actually very um heartwarming <laughs> yeah like something like that it's and i think different the, 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 you can uh, how did the community the community responded positively yeah, good because you never see this yeah. I mean, it's it's a known thing crunch okay? like people just get worked to death at these the, damn dev the, studios the, the thing is also like there's no transparency so like people go oh you're not putting in the work but when people respond like that and say, look, they are putting in the work. It's just a lot. We, we tired. So that's actually people go nice. like, oh, hey, I get it. Go get some rest. Like, I get it. It's fine. You know, but I was actually like thinking, just like segueing back to uh, Beyond the Spider-Verse. I think I'm glad actually changing that title because I didn't like the whole part to Pisamahaira. But um, anyway. I don't think it's actually the worst thing in the world, even putting aside the fact that these guys need time and rest and everything to get things uh, in order. It's not actually the worst thing in the world to give people a bit of a break mm. um, before you get to the next one. Because there is also that whole, like you build anticipation, man. Right? So like, yo, when is this movie coming out? Yo, when is this movie coming out? And then when it, like, when it starts being advertised, yo, I can't wait, yo, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. It's, that's actually a good thing. Um, I mean, what what's the biggest criticism that's been leveled at Disney and Marvel? Was the saturation? Mm, it was like mm. we there's too much. There's like seven shows in a year. This it's too much. Like you know, that Star and Wars was a, like was a special occasion when a new Star Wars movie came out. Now it's like Star Wars. There's a there's a movie. Then in between the movie is another movie. Then there's a TV series. And this is exactly what what Spider Man has done now. They pushed it back and they're like, okay, this is a big event to look forward to and to you know build anticipation for. So that means that the the only the only MCU movie coming out uh, this year. in 2024 is, is uh, Deadpool and Wolverine, and <laughs> which the trailer dropped on Monday, which was a it was a bit of a it's a teaser trailer, right? There's nothing substantive in it. I don't think we. I mean, if you like a real, I'm well, gonna look. I'm gonna go over every fucking frame, kind of thing. There's two. There's two things actually in the trailer that's kind of cool. Two big things. Well, three things technically. Yeah. I mean, the first one Be before, is wait, before okay. you get into that, I just want to ask a question, right? Are you guys as annoyed as I am that the title is Deadpool and Wolverine? Because no, not like, at it's, all. It's throwing, I actually love it. I love it's it so much. My OCD out, right? <laughs> because it's Deadpool, Deadpool two, and they always say Deadpool three, and now it's not Deadpool three. Do you know what the name was going to be? They were gonna um, call it Deadpool and Friend. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they were gonna they were gonna name it Deadpool and Friend. They weren't gonna show Wolverine at all in the movie. 
Yeah. Like in all the trailers, and then just before the movie release, they were going to say the movie's got a new title, it's called Deadpool and Wolverine. But then the then you Jackman set picks leaked, and then they're like, I'll ah, just lean into it and call it Deadpool yeah. and Wolverine. But I mean, we kind of like knew it was good. But um, yeah, it's just, it's like, it's my my undiagnosed OCD. Is like, <laughs> just, it's the same like with the John Wick movies, right? Yeah. It's John Wick. That parabellum. That parabellum, bro. Then like fucking parabellum. Like, why? What? Like, was there like a copyright issue? Is there a John Wick city <laughs> that's got nothing to do with this? That's took the name in there to like, uh, and then the next one is John Wick 4, and it's like, <laughs> but anyway, Kevin, you were going to say. So there's there's three things that stand out in the trailer. One, which is just a, a, a fan thing, as a lot of people didn't notice immediately, is Pyro was in the movie. Um, yes. Erin Stanford. Yes. Pyro in the X movies in the movies. That, that's cool. The second thing is, if you pay attention, there's a shot of Cassandra Nova in the movie, um, who's been um, rumored yeah, to be the. Maybe. Look, it looks like it. it. It really does. I mean, it's a bold person. But it's a bold person with the big collar thing, which is kind of Cassandra Nova's outfit look. So it, it's kind of been. And the third thing was that shot of Wolverine from the back that you see him playing as Patch. Yeah, he's in oh, okay. yes. But that doesn't look like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, that Some people are saying it's Daniel Radcliffe. I don't think it's Daniel Radcliffe. I, if I had put money on a or one of the fan picks for Wolverine, I'd say Taron Egerton. If I had to put money on it, I think. And I mean, I think him and you, Jackman, are also quite good buddies. Yes, because they were in the movie together, Eddie the Eagle. Eddie the Eagle, yeah, um, yeah. So I would. Put, I mean, I had to put money on it. I'd say because he was one of the fan picks. I'd put money on him more than more than Daniel Daniel Radcliffe. I think it would be so cock funny if it's uh, Mel Gibson. So I, I saw someone else put it on. It's the saying because a lot of look, everyone is thinking that uh, the movie is set in say, its favorite place in the world, the multiverse. Yes, um, yes. So it, it can be multiple different versions. Everyone is saying this should be Dugray Scott as Wolverine because you don't know yes, the story. Yes. Dugray Scott was supposed <laughs> to be supposed Wolverine. To, he was cast in everything. He was yeah. cast in everything. He was supposed to be Wolverine and the Mission <laughs> Impossible <laughs> 2. That cat movie ran late and he couldn't look it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring and and say it's not gonna be Tom Hardy, but it's gonna be his look like in local Marshall Green. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. But uh, you know what? What would be really fun and Ryan Reynolds would do cock like this, right? Is if there's um, multiple cuts of that film, it's fundamentally the same, <laughs> and then there's like different actors portraying Wolverine at different, like it's the same scene, or whatever. Yes, awesome. Then like you come out, oh my god, Daniel Radcliffe was like, wasn't that so freaking funny? He's like as cameo as a Wolverine. Then other people were like, what do you mean Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> wasn't it Mel Gibbs? Wasn't it Terry? Wasn't it whoever, whoever, whoever? That would be so freaking funny. And and he would do that. Like if if anybody was gonna do something like that, it would be uh, what's his name, Ryan Ryan Reynolds. Um, but yeah. So the the other thing about that is, is like the excitement is also like really gone out to a wise because it's now that is the most viewed trailer yeah um, ever is it ever yep. ever i'm gonna say in ever yeah in a 24-hour period yeah yeah uh deadpool and wolverine has officially broken the record previously held by spider-man noel for the most viewed trailer of all time within 24 hours 365 million views um that's crazy. And it's like, what's for me? Like, I always seem to like judge these things on the actual quality of the trailer. Mm. <laughs> and, and I mean, it's it's okay. It's not like a terrible trailer, but it's like, I don't know that that trailer deserved 
that many views. You know, for me, it's a good trailer because it does what it what it's supposed to. It's a teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because yeah. I've always got this problem where they're like a teaser trailer and then they show the whole plot of the movie. Like no, yeah. Brian, man. Yeah. <laughs> they give like they give you like a proper trailer and you're like, nah, it's too much. Like, yeah, so this, is a, this does this. its job. It's a it's a teaser trailer, so it does its job at least. So and it's got cool sequences. I mean, it's basically not showing us anything we didn't know. It confirms the TVA is involved. Um, you know, that they probably said a lot of it seems to be set in the void from Loki. Um, what you could see, you know, what, anyway, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the one scene actually looks like it takes place in the opening battle of Avengers Age of Ultron. Um, really I need like, to watch it again, I've only watched it the one, yeah. Time. It looks like the, it looks like the exact scene from the Avengers Age of Ultron, beginning, you know, all the Avengers running to that forest and that cool, that fucking cool shot, I must admit. Josh Whedon is a scumbag, but man, he, he framed that shot brilliantly with it all coming together in slow mo, yeah, and yeah, he, yeah. So it looks like it's taking place in that shot and that scene at least. So there's all kinds of cool stuff in there. Look, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a hit, right? I think. Yeah, I would well. yeah. will, I, I think it's gonna. I don't know about a billion dollars, but definitely seven hundred, eight hundred million dollars. I've, I've got one concern coming to this movie, and it's a completely personal concern. I was gonna say it's 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 very. I don't want to say it's minor, it's but specific it's, to it's you, specific to me, and that is that. Um, Tim Miller, who did the first one, and mm. uh, um, David Leach, who did Deadpool 2, directors that they both are really good action directors. Yeah. Freaking good action directors. Sean Levy was doing the third one. I can't say, I mean, it's not that he does bad action, but he's not, he's, he's yeah, no it's David not, Leach. It's not his forte. It's not his forte. He's no David Leach. David Leach's action is just ridiculous. I mean, he's the guy that co-created John Wick. You know, like, you know, it's to follow in to follow on from that. It's a it's a tall ask. So, and, and the thing is also like Deadpool using Deadpool and Wolverine. There's like a specific kind of like visceral action yes, yes. that is needed. So you go, yeah, and I can't. Are they gonna uh, do it? This guy, Sean Levy. Uh, yeah, he did Free Guy. No? Yeah, he did Free, free guy. He, he did, he did um, Free Guy. Well, yeah, still, yeah. strange enough, with Hugh Jackman. He also did that, um, the the robot boxing movie. Oh, oh, I love that movie. That's a good that movie. movie's great. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he did, what, there was another one with Ryan Reynolds, um, the the time travel one um, that he did was a Netflix. Oh, movie. the Adam Project. The, yeah, the Adam Project. Yeah. I actually, I enjoyed that movie. That oh, it was fine. right. Yeah. It was right. It was it was a great uh, Netflix movie. Oh, let's let's go to the <laughs> let's go to the video shop. Oh, the, everything is out. Oh, let's take this. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're, not gonna, kind of you're not gonna be angry, you're not gonna demand it two hours yeah. back, but you're not gonna like rush out to rewatch it. Um, yeah. but like, like I thought like... the action in uh, in Free Guy was no, it's solid, it's good, it was, yeah, was good, but, but it's, it's, not, it's, it's not David, it's not Deadpool 2's action, is yeah, it's phenomenal. Yes, it's, off the wall, yeah. it's, it's phenomenal. Look, <laughs> look, even like Deadpool, the first movie, yeah, that movie had no right to be as good as it was, like, no mm. right. Listen, the fact that we're talking about a Deadpool 3, and I mean, they said probably not, but it's still a good chance and it's going to be on to make a billion dollars. The fact that we're talking about this when, you know, Fox did not want to make a Deadpool movie and they had to literally leak the movie to the public to get it made. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that was Ryan Reynolds. No, we all know was, he, right? we he all did know. that. We all know that shit got leaked out. We all yeah. know it was them. Because we, you, you know how much he loves that character. And you go like, 
he wanted to do it right and he knew this was the only one but was there ever was there was there ever an actor that more suited a character yeah it's perfect than ryan reynolds and deadpool yeah it's yeah, right. like it's, it, yeah. like I, I i'm almost like like when rob liefeld created um deadpool right the character that rob liefeld created and the character that we have now it's not the same it's not the same right yeah. Like Deadpool, as originally envisioned by Rob Liefeld, was just a state. He's a Deadstroke Murpov. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, just like very, it was very, very, right? And I'm forgetting who it was. I want to say Fabian Nichesa. Fabian Nichesa was the co-creator. Yeah, he was the yeah. co-creator. No, but, but no, but that that that, that started making him, that started making him the Merc with the mouth. And uh, I can't remember. Right, uh, that we owe that guy a debt, right? But it almost like it wouldn't surprise me if he was watching two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. And so Ryan Reynolds, and it's like, I feel like this character who has absolutely nothing in common with that guy, they should be the same. <laughs> like, it wouldn't surprise me if he specifically started building on Deadpool because it's like they are the same person, aside mm. from the, you know, the fighting skills, <laughs> right? But they are the same person. They could not have, they could not have been cast better. And I can remember, right? When Wolverine Origins was announced and they were like saying the cast and whatever, and they said Ryan Reynolds, because I already knew he was because I used to watch that sitcom. I was familiar with him. And it's like Ryan Reynolds uh, is going to be uh, Deadpool. And I was like, this is like, this is amazing. This is like, it's the perfect guy. And watch that movie and the first opening scenes and you he know, was so great. Before they get powers, he was he so was great. great. It's like he was gonna be so quiet when and then you know whatever it is happened. And then, and then, and then the rest of the movie happened. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so glad that he did get a chance to actually put this character out there in the way that he did and whatever. And you it's just he, he just eased that character. It could not have been a, a better appearing. Like like for me, it's just such like a love letter to the character, like Mm. That's how he portrays it. You can see it, and it's just yeah. Oh, it's so good. And it's the the, the best part about it is that he knows exactly how shit that first portrayal was. And I love that in Deadpool two, he goes back to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does all that stuff. It's great. Oh, I just saw like I'm busy looking at it, and do you know Jennifer Garner is in this movie as Electra? Yes, Electra, yes. I yes, was just yeah. like, yeah. oh god, they are going to go. Awesome. <laughs> They're going deep, yeah. Like, look, you can even see at the end of the last one when he now starts going through all the realities and stuff and doing whatever. The 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 nice thing about Deadpool as a character and the way they positioned him, and I don't I'm not saying they necessarily did it on purpose. The way they positioned him, you can just you can do anything. Yes. You can actually just really do anything. And you don't have to worry about continuity or think about it. But if you can just like we have an idea, yeah. I saw those really cool ideas. I saw the really cool ideas that 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 um, was just after Endgame, and they were talking about like Marvel. Um, Marvel got the rights back for X Men and everything, and there was talk of like you know Marvel should just like reboot the universe, like just completely do a fresh now, fresh start all over, reboot the universe, have new actors playing the characters again, everything over. But then just put Ryan Reynolds Deadpool in the movie, and he's the only one that knows that the that universe remembers. is in the <laughs> like, guys, how do you not know what yeah, He's like, the whole time, like, okay, you're not the right Captain America. Like, Captain America is not supposed to be here. And Tony Stark is and it's fine. It will work. Yeah. <laughs> it would have worked. No, it's going to be fine. 
I could so see that scene from The Office with Asian Jim, and it's like <laughs> it's exactly that, and he's just like, did you, what did the you fuck see is the, going the, on? Um, did you see the? Uh, uh, yes, yes, the, I saw. I, there's I saw, a movie that that Krasinski. John Krasinski and Ryan Reynolds are doing together. It's a, a comedy about imaginary yes. friends. Yes. And then they did this promotional vid, right? And it's um, Randall Park. Yes. And then he's like, I'm John Krasinski. And then Ryan Reynolds are <laughs> like, Ryan Reynolds what are you talking like... about? <laughs> Which is like, obviously. So I showed that to my wife. And, like, and I, I haven't even seen The Office, but I know the this wrong with you? Right? I prefer Fox. I must told you guys this already, man. Something about the office puts me off. Like Fox and Rick is, I know it's the same thing. Not the same thing, but it's the same kind of humor. But it's, I think I just need to struggle through that first season of uh, yeah, the office. But anyway, they, they so do is, this promotional yeah. vid and, and Randall Park is like, no, I'm John Krasinski. And Ryan Hill is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but but like he wants to say, but you Asian, right? But he, he can't say it. It's so good. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, yeah, Deadpool and Wolverine. It's gonna be, and, it's gonna be good. The other big Marvel news that just broke tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, just before we started recording, just before we started recording, yeah, just it's before official. We started recording. So, Pedro uh, Pascal, but like in a tweet, my brother for Valentine's Day, that's I know, <laughs> yes. I mean, I guess it's that's like, one way to do it. It's genius, man, kind of like, oh. Look, it's a, it's a tease. There's so much that they put stuff in that teaser to get people talking. I mean, that they intentionally did. So, like, when I saw that thing, the first thing was like, they are doing okay. So, firstly, they confirmed the casting, which has to be like the biggest open secret in Hollywood for the last like year or so, which yeah. is that Pedro Pascal is Mr. Fantastic, Vanessa Kirby as Sue Storm, uh, um, Eben, even Moss. I'm gonna put his name now, Eben Moss. Moss, correct. Backrack is from the bear. He was playing Ben Grimm and then Joseph Quinn as Johnny Storm. Uh, I think it's a great cast, I think, actually. I also like, I think it's I, a good, like, mix up of yeah, people. But, but the moment they put that tweet out, I looked at it and I looked at the costumes they wear and I looked at this and I was like, they're doing what, well, not just me alone, a lot of people wanted, which is that this is going to be more than likely a 1960s set yeah. Fantastic Four movie. But, but they've always been hinting at things yeah, so, like that. If you, if you look at in the, in, the, in the tweet, there's a, there's a shot of Ben Grimm sitting there and he's reading a magazine, a Time magazine. And the cover of the Time magazine is a famous yeah. cover of Time magazine from 1960s with Richard Nixon. And it's mm. like, oh, it looks like they are actually doing this. And if you look at the, 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 the actual the logo, the design of the logo is straight out of the 60s. And I mean, the guy directing this is Matt Shackman, who directed WandaVision. He kind of knows how to do retro stuff. Mm. <laughs> so I'm I am so on board with a retro 1960s. I, I look, there's one thing I love is that old school retro sci-fi look. Go with that. Make it all look cool. There and was then, a yeah. there was a, a fan, like a fan theory, like maybe six, seven years ago, I remember reading on Reddit somewhere um, of someone saying like, because the, the people were like saying, well, how do you, how do you introduce, get, how do you introduce the Fantastic Four? All right. And I, I don't know if it was, maybe it was Movie Bob. Uh, I don't know if you remember Movie, movie, mm-hmm. movie Bob. Maybe he posited this or it was somebody on Reddit, but I remember someone saying, yeah, start the movie in the 60s, yes. right? Just started in the 60s, like whatever. They do their thing. They climb on the spaceship. They go into whatever. But when they come crash land um, after the cosmic rays hit them and they fall back onto Earth, they actually fall into the future, into like our current time. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the best 
option well, because there's a, there's a lot of um, Captain America, so Planet yeah. of Time I, kind of stuff. I but I don't hate the idea. So my version of that idea would be they come back, they've got their powers, have the whole thing set up in the 60s, um, have a young Victor Von Doom be around with him over there. He's not he's not Doctor Doom. He's just Victor Von Doom, the you know the the arch nemesis, arch rival. Uh, yeah. For, for Reed's, for Reed's rival, whatever academic rival. Have all that shit go. And at the end of the movie, have them go to the negative zone, and oh, have them get stuck there. Have them get stuck there. Time flows different. Like, come I, back from the negative zone. By the time they come, because my idea is they come back from the negative zone. Modern MCU, right? And when they come back, it's the inciting event for a little Eastern European country that's been holding back all their forces for ages and no one really knows what's happening to suddenly be like, I need to, okay, because now Dr. Doom, the young Victor Van Doom is now, you know, the dictator. He's an older man. Yeah. He's an old man. Yeah, he's I the mean, dictator of, of that area. And now he's like, read us back. Time to stick out. Like, you, know? you know, it's it's actually like an interesting thing that you're saying there because you could have a young Victor Van Doom very envious of Reed Richards, trapped him in the negative zone and kind of use all of Reed's information and studies and that, using that to improve himself and like take over. I wouldn't say Richard. I I, I don't like the idea. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but I mean like, like I like do whatever Doom does. It's his, he's through his own efforts. Like I don't like the idea. It was like, oh, he like he took research. Yeah. Like no, like Doom is and, and also that that doesn't that doesn't fit his character. Also, he'll be like, no, fuck the shit. It will be interesting to see if and how they will position Doom in this movie. Like that's what I'm curious to see. I don't think. I don't think. Look, he might be in the movie, but I don't think he'll be the main actor. Yeah, no. You know, I, I think... want to see as a villain. You know, I want the whole man. I want the mole man. I want the MC to fucking make the mole man serious, take him seriously. This I is a joke. Because mole man is traditionally the very first villain that the Fantastic Four ever fought. So, the very first issue of Fantastic I... Four that fought the mole man. I want yeah, the original Marvel villain, yeah. the mole man. <laughs> the mole man. Look, I don't know <laughs> much about the mole man, I'll be honest. <laughs> there's, there's a lot that they like, can say that because you have Galactus. There's Galactus there in the background. No, Galactus has to Galactus has to be way down the line, like way <laughs> down the line. He has to be no. like. A, 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 but you know what? Not not annoys me though is we're sitting in this current situation in the current MCU with Kang, with you no know, Jonathan Majors and everything that's happening around Kang. Kang, like, a man out of time. Yeah. So imagine if we they did the multiverse all, but it wasn't centered around Kang. Imagine if they had the Fantastic Four movie, like a couple years back, two years back, right? With my my concept of them going to the negative zone, the negative zone is could be the introduction of the multiverse kind of vibe, and they could have just had the Graf Kang maybe further on the line or Doctor Doom further on the line for Secret Wars, but in the interim, have a villain, the fucking annihilation wave, annihilus coming through, oh. so. When the Fantastic Four come back through, they're opening the gateway for the fucking annihilation wave to come back and just ran, run the rampart, the ramshot over the damn MCU. All the heroes combined to fight this devastating wave of bugs and enemies and shit. That would actually be amazing because they, be... the thing is, you don't need a big setup for Nihilus. You don't need a massive setup. They could have had that would have been like you know you had a, a, a Phase Four, um, sorry, yeah, Phase Four to set up new characters. Fantastic Four, Phase 5, they're already fighting the big thing. 
yes, you want to have Kang, you want to have two more secret wars further down the line, because that's been the problem people had thus far, is that we've, we've two phases now into the post-endgame MCU, and they're like the big picture big bad is not there yet you could have had an interim big bad right there in the nihilus you, you could have like my, my big thing is like i always feel like they needed to scale down and kind of be yeah like like scale down you don't need to go even bigger cosmic yet scale it down first focus on your characters so, and things like, they they what you know we, we we, we inevitably whenever we talk about marvel we come to we come to this topic of what they should have done and the three of us yeah. are always like we know better <laughs> like i think look the thing um, is there's also like a lot of reactivity from studios and what audiences are saying and that also impacts the direction that they want to take well, I, I think i honestly firmly believe i don't think that they ever can they've ever can admit it but i firmly believe the multiverse thing got pushed because Disney got back the rights to X. Yeah. They needed a way to bring the X-Men into and the they, And they, they kind of want to push it. And they, and they settle on a multiverse way of bringing it back. And then they're like, okay, but now why do we have a multiverse? What's the point of, before we get to the X-Men, what is the drive? Oh, we need a multiversal villain. Oh, Kang. Uh, yes. You know, Kang with all his variants. And it's like, I, I, I feel like that drove it a lot, that, that, that yeah, they need it, a way of bringing the, the mutants in. Yeah, you, you, you kind of, the, you, you kind of like. I don't like the, the idea of bringing a multiverse of a multiverse bringing a mutants. I've, I mean, on this podcast, I've really gone multiple theories I've heard of how they could have done it, but I think they decided multiverse is the way to do it, and so, that that kind of pushed them in a direction. I, I think the other reason they went with with multiverse was also because it's an easy way if you want to bring a character back who's dead. Mm, or if you want to recast the character yeah. without without saying it's the same character, it gives you a lot of scope to be able to do that. It's like, okay, you know what? We want Iron Man again. Uh, we can, we can Downey get Iron Man, says he's don't smack. He's not going to do it, but mm -hmm. we still want the Iron Man. Oh, but, Tom Cruise is available. Like I don't I don't think they'll ever bring back a Captain America replacement or, or Iron Man replacement just because those two specific characters are so important to fans. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, but I'm everyone is like everyone, everyone was like, yeah, Peggy Carter got hard done by Agent Carter should win cancer. Oh, here we go, Agent Carter for you. And everyone's like, ah, John Kaczynski's would have made an amazing thing. Uh, Richards. Okay, here we go. Here's your Reed Richards, John Kaczynski. I mean, I I, I would I, I won't lie, no? I would happily watch a remake, so to speak, of Captain America First Avenger, but it's Agent Carter. Like I would watch that movie, <laughs> Captain Carter. Like I look, I love Hayley Atwell. Like yeah, no, it's nobody's business. She is like my fate. I love her to pieces. She's the best. So anything that that Hayley Atwell wants to do, I'm happy for it. Um, so if they like, if they did a shot for shot remake, right, of Captain America: First Avenger, right, and just made the changes necessary for it to be Hayley Atwell. I would watch that movie. You can That's like it. you can even splice it together with footage from the first. It's like, yes, I will do it. It's fine. I'll pay money for that. That's I love it. her so much. If they said that Madam Webb was starting Ailey Apple, I'd be watching that I movie. Watch it. <laughs> I would have been in the cinema already. I'll be sitting there waiting for the movie to start. Yeah, no. I was, it's, yeah. It's gonna it be a big year for, for superhero movies as it happens. It's I like, don't think I think that's a bad thing. Year. I no, don't it's think not. it's, a, I it's think probably it's, a good thing. 
it's it's like Kevin you were saying it's saturation that is a problem and they were just yeah. pushing every product in every direction like at you and it was you know it's that feeling of like now I have to watch every single thing for this overall universe to make sense and audience were just like I can't do this it's too <laughs> much. Right. Did you see that thing though that um and now I don't know what his name is the the current bob running disney because they just seem to hire people Iger. That, it's so Iger. yeah as it whatever because remember you replaced bob chapik and it was bob yeah, yeah. it's just, it's, just <laughs> it's, it's, Iger. it's bob it's just, Iger, yeah yeah whatever current disney bob um said now they had some investor call the other day and he said basically that for the marvel they're going to be scaling back the amount of movies they put out, the amount of titles, they're not going to focus because Disney Plus was the other thing. Remember with the pandemic, Disney was like, we need to put content on Disney Plus. So they made people a reason. Yeah, yeah. So, they, yeah. so they made Marvel just pump out shit. Um, so they said now they're going to be dialing back all of that. And then the one statement he made was, we are going to be focusing on our most popular franchises. I don't like that statement. And the reason I don't like that statement, yeah. I, I know some people yeah. are like, some people are like, you know, there are, there are certain portions of the internet and they were like, we don't want to watch Miss Marvel, the C-list character, whatever. They just want more Iron Man and they just want more this. That's all great and well. But if that was the attitude, you'd never have had a Guardians of the Galaxy. That is the biggest fucking risk that the MCU has ever taken. Oh, yeah. yes. I mean, no, well, one knew, no one knew Guardians <laughs> outside of like proper even the, even the proper comic book fans, a lot of them didn't know Guardians. I remember, yeah. like, I was like, going crazy as Guardians, and everyone was like, what the hell are you talking about? Who the hell is Guardians? So, I mean, stuff well, like I, that. I, I think maybe Eternals is even more obscure than Guardians of the Galaxy, if I'm being honest. Yeah, look, in terms of obscurity, yes. In terms of riskiness, I mean... Yeah, I talk, Eternals, I is, a, Eternals <laughs> is a straightforward superhero. I mean, yes, they, they aren't actually superheroes, but in terms of how you sell them, you sell them as straightforward capes, you know, capes and boots superheroes. Guardians talking trees and raccoons with machine guns. And, you know, <laughs> so uh, it was such a risk. And if you're going to focus on just, you know, your A-list characters, and the, the, the latest part, of course, is that the MCU wasn't started with A-list characters because yeah. they didn't have any A-list characters. I mean, they think, people think of Iron Man and, and, and Captain America as like, they did okay. Like, yeah. their comics did fine. They were consistently selling, but they weren't like... They weren't. I mean, the A-list was Spider-Man, X-Men. Those were the A-list guys. And, then and Marvel, they, were in, they were in other studios. And... Exactly. That, that, the MCU was started on C-list and B-list characters. Uh, yeah, talking about C-list and B-list, it's time for the end list. Uh, oh, that was a cocksy way, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. I took it back. I, I, I don't know. Can, can, we, can, we go to the, can we go to the alternative multiverse universe where Zay didn't yeah, say that? Just, like, just move it along. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I messed it up. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Forgive me. Uh, yeah, so, yes, it's episode 61. It's a, it's a bonus episode for you guys where we've got to ramble on about this stuff that we love so much. If you would like to win a Madam Web hamper, just email us at IGN underscore Africa at IGN.com with He's the subject line, I want it. He's not joking. That's, that's all you need to do, right? <laughs> I will Wait, be... Can I enter? Am I allowed to? Uh, no, but if you do enter, then at least I know someone did. I strongly suspect that there will be zero entries for this wait but if i enter and no one else enters and i'm not allowed to enter like what happens then because technically i'm also like the only entry 
So what happens in this debacle? So he takes everything for himself, but draw. We'll have to, that, 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 dear reader, you'll find us next week <laughs> on the next episode of IGN's Watchlist. Thank you, Mike, please. Thank you, Nadella, for coming. We appreciate it. Thank you.